Most of the major parties seek to blame one another for an end to alcohol restrictions in the Northern Territory. Alice Springs community leaders warn bans alone won't solve the underlying issues behind a spike in crime. A ban on takeaway alcohol purchases will be expanded to three days and purchase limits enforced for three months in what the Northern Territory's Chief Minister has described as an immediate response to soaring levels of violence and property crime in Alice Springs. Chief Minister Natasha Files has defended her government's actions, saying a lack of investment by the former federal coalition government contributed to the current situation. We've seen a lack of government services for close to a decade and we're feeling the effects of that here in Alice Springs presently. Mayor Matt Peterson, sorry, Patterson uh, says more infrastructure and support services are needed. Take a listen. We've got two issues here, one being alcohol and one being antisocial behaviour and this really only addresses one of those problems. There is a lack of infrastructure in all of these remote communities. There's no jobs. The housing is below fourth world country. So... We need to have those conversations. They need That needs to be ha- happening right now. Well, Chancey Pake is the Territory's Attorney General. Uh, welcome to you. Do you accept that the Territory Government let the community down by not introducing an opt-out model for restrictions rather than opt-in? Thanks, Andy. Look, I think uh, it's important to... Um stop and just, I think, reflect that Stronger Futures legislation is part of the Northern Territory Emergency Response or intervention as commonly known to many, uh, was Commonwealth uh, legislation that was expiring and the Commonwealth at the time had uh, no appetite to extend those uh, provisions or measures. So the Northern Territory Government uh, did put measures in place uh, to bring in uh, to a system uh, for people to opt in to remain uh, a dry communities uh, and we've seen that uh, people in the community still had till the 30th of uh, of January uh, to uh, to opt into that process but look as a result of a number of conversations with the Prime Minister and his leadership team yesterday I'm certainly happy to continue those conversations moving forward. Why has your government waited until now six months down the track to act when you were warned that this would be the outcome of allowing the Safer Futures legislation to lapse? I acknowledge federal legislation. Certainly oh, that legislation uh, had expired uh, some six months ago. Those provisions were in place and the Northern Territory Government uh, services and authorities have been working in the local community of, of Alice Springs um, around working with community groups and responding to a number uh, of concerns. Uh, certainly uh, alcohol uh, is a problem we are aware nationally and, and particularly here in the Territory um, that uh, we experience say, a high higher level than normal of uh, substance abuse and that's work that we are undertaking. We've done a huge volume of reform in the alcohol uh, area um, and absolutely uh, acknowledging and working with the community groups around what that looks like is important moving forward, Andy. But again, I think it's important to stress um, good policy is not made based on the race, uh, people's race um, and having prohibition just for First Nations people is not the answer. Um, If we are to do uh, restricted areas, then we need to work as an entire community to overcome uh, the challenges with alcohol. That six-month period under the opt-in restrictions, I believe, ends next month. I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong. Your Chief Minister said it's clear six months on from the end of the intervention era bans that changes are needed. The Federal Minister backs further access restrictions. So, I mean, the question is, is it a change to the opt-out method a foregone conclusion now? What we have said is um, we have till the end of January for the um, 
should the uh, opt-in um, reform area to take place. That's certainly something over the next few weeks we've committed to working with the Commonwealth uh, on a range of extensive consultations and a plan forward. Um, but as the Chief Minister has highlighted today, um, we are absolutely open to supporting um, each of those areas that have previously been uh, prohibition areas under that Commonwealth legislation to be involved uh, in a vote process where they can make sure that those voices of those communities, those constituencies, is being heard yeah, on and that, is being represented. On that, uh, that was suggested, uh, you know, that, that idea of sending in the AEC to get a vote this morning on RN Breakfast. Surely that sounds like an oversimplification. For example, children won't get to vote, yet alcohol abuse is enormously harmful to them. Historically, we know the AEC has had trouble in terms of enrolling people to vote in these sorts of communities. I mean, that sounds like a great idea, but how, how would that ever work in, in practice? And how would you ever get a good result out of that idea? Look, I think certainly when we're talking about uh, these issues and, and people have certainly uh, identified some particular areas, it's important that you work with that local community and that constituency base to feel empowered to make those important decisions uh, around their local communities and not have um, outside government agencies or community organisations making decisions um, that impact people on the ground in those areas. So we have stressed um, that that's something that we are absolutely open to working with um, because, again, we want to make sure that that local voice in that community okay. is absolutely being heard. So what if one community says yes and the neighbouring community says no? Isn't forcing that one community that says no to, well, yes to a ban, uh, shouldering an unfair burden? I mean, we're talking about statewide issues here rather than just community to community. I think we need to look at that and I'm certainly responding um, to the question you've posed. I think it's important. Um, that's no different to government coming in and saying just because of the colour of your skin, we don't feel that uh, you are in a position to consume alcohol. We need to work with those uh, individual communities um, and the leadership groups in those communities to make sure that the best decisions are community-led solutions um, and that those communities have their rights being heard. NTAG Chancy Paik is here. We're talking about the response to the escalating rates of crime in Alice Springs on RN Drive. It's 14 past five. I mean, your government has repeatedly described alcohol as a legal, uh, you know, project that causes harm. How do you uh, kind of balance access with the clear data demonstrating its harm? So certainly the, the Chief Minister of the Northern Territories, um, the Portfolio Minister who has carriage of um, alcohol policy, and we've done certainly a lot of work over the last few years um, in the alcohol uh, reform area. And we absolutely uh, have worked with frontline services to identify a range of measures um, that can be introduced at an interim period um, now to look at responding to some of those challenges that are fuelled um, from uh, alcohol. Now, um, absolutely acknowledging that um, alcohol does not cause domestic violence itself, but it does certainly um, contribute to the uh, exacerbation of alcohol-fueled violence. So let's what look at some of those saying, other measures, sure. Attorney General. The uh, police commissioner says we can't jail our way out of this problem. Uh, the prisons in your territory are full. In October, you raised the idea of providing safe overnight accommodation for at-risk youth in Alice Springs. Where'd you get to with that plan? 
Certainly. I think it's important to absolutely acknowledge um, the Chief Minister and the, the Mayor of Alice Springs' comments. There is absolutely a, a range of issues and matters that we need to tackle here. There are, you know, half a dozen certainly that we need to work with together to provide a positive outcome for the community. Absolutely, as uh, we have highlighted, alcohol restrictions um, will be one of those measures. Um, we are standing up two additional new facilities um, in Central Australia where we can work with um, young people and their families to provide not only respite for the local community, but be able to get in and do the intensive family uh, support um, and wraparound services for those community members. That's part of what the announcement was uh, yesterday. And certainly those um, measures that we spoke about last year uh, certainly have been um, acted on and we are absolutely working with young people in the community. Also, Annie, what we did hear and we have heard and we've been working with is the need to make sure that we're supporting community organisations in their ability um, to deliver programs. And one of the matters I'm very passionate about working with the Commonwealth on is justice reinvestment. We're going to have to leave it there. Chancy Paik is the Northern Territory's Attorney-General. Appreciate your time this afternoon. Not a problem, Andy. In a moment, uh, all the talk in Ukraine or certainly in the Ukraine conflict today is the promise of new tanks. Will they help win the war by the European summer? That's coming up. You're with Andy Park. This is RN Drive, 16 minutes past five. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.